0: War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, you can reach them at 508 508- propane heating and cooling it's propane plus their team's been there three generations they're available 24 7 for service and delivery and they plan on serving you for a long time to come they offer online billing ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button and remember all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment it's propane plus and remember with propane it's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and now it's renewable call propane plus today at 401-885-4209 in massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401-885-4209 You're listening to the John DePetro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, Depetro.com. I want to go to, um, Ken Block had some interesting, uh, he had an interesting take. Now, again, I don't know how much of this is going to be investigated. I don't. But Ken Block, who has run for state office, who has pushed for the line item veto, governor of the master lever. He put out a tweet. I just notified the Secretary of State's office five voters cast mail ballots and also early in-person ballots. The Secretary of State office is aware of these five votes and has already notified the Board of Elections, two in Pawtucket in Providence, one in Barrington. How is this it, even possible? Now, I alerted authorities yesterday that voters that were showing up at the Union Hall in Johnston being handed their ballots and Seth Magazina was already the winner there, or he was, his name is already marked. And so they're investigating that. Actually, Kalis actually won Johnston, as a matter of fact. So, but here's the question. Now, some people are going to say, well, that's only five. No, that's five that got caught. Five that got caught. Folks, I don't, I, I'm not going to pretend to know what the answer is here, but I'm not going to blame many of the, the the voters. And I know people want to Get into that. I th- I think this is unfair. We're getting away from what election day is supposed to be. I think that's fair. Now, I, I recognize there's always going to be people, and some people feel, hey, it is easier. I just vote in advance. Um, but you have to decide, is your convenience for just going to your town hall ahead of time, is it worth it to not have the outcome that the voters want? I went and voted yesterday. It took me five minutes. There was no line. I would have waited in line. I've waited in line before not long, but I've waited a half hour in line. I'll wait. You tell me what's better, the convenience or or getting these ridiculous results where people are winning elections because they're gaming the system on early voting and mail ballots. But I'm looking at some of the headlines right now. Republicans in shock. House control this close. Dems holding the Senate. Now, toxic Trump in MAGA meltdown. Fox News freaks. New York Post cover, The Future. Young GOP star DeSantis romps to victory in Florida. And there's a lovely photo of him on stage, the American flag behind him with his lovely wife. And he's holding one of his children. He's got two other children. DeSantis big win solidifying hold on Florida politics. You know, I um, people are going to start to, you can't ignore some of these headlines Right? Ex president, biggest loser of midterms. Knives out for Kevin McCarthy. Now, I, I was at Fung headquarters, so Fox, I, I, I did not see a lot of the TV coverage. Fox News Pundit declares this is an absolute disaster for the Republican Party as <laughs> midterm results roll in. Uh, did President Trump really have to announce? I, it's tough to tell in these other states. But we can't be delusional. New Hampshire, everyone thought that was a tight race. He got blown out. That guy got blown out. I can't believe Sheriff Tom Hodgson lost. What a great guy. Dedicated. They 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 the machine went after him without question. I I still believe that Kevin McCarthy will be the speaker. So I, I don't think that is in doubt. But it's certainly not As big as they thought it was going to be, you know, and I want to come back to, was it, that's what you have to ask yourself. Was it, was it really necessary for President Trump to be tantalizing that he's going to do this big announcement? People thought he was going to announce for president uh, the night before the election. I I don't know enough about that. I, I don't, I don't think we can come to a full answer on that. Um... I want to, let's see, security officers, South Florida airport report finding a handgun inside a raw chicken packed in Trafford's luggage. All right. Um, This can't be, I want to come back to just exactly what went on in in Rhode Island. And I'm going to go through some of the stuff i i admit i don't understand either what happened in pennsylvania dr oz called john fetterman at 9 30 this morning to concede oz called fetterman i and apparently president trump started to attack dr oz <laughs> because he started to distance himself president trump also took a shot at the senate candidate republican uh, senate candidate in new hampshire uh, Republicans struggle to break Democrats' control of Congress. Folks, this is not the way it is supposed to work. But I'm going to come back to, you know, here in Rhode Island, McKee beat Ashley Kalis 58 to 39. Biden beat Trump in Rhode Island 59 to 39. McKee and Biden won the same exact, exact same 27 cities and towns. And you can also see, I posted on Facebook, there's a good map of, of how the state breaks out. And Western Rhode Island. Definitely goes more red. But. I come back to. I, I can't believe Sheriff Hodson lost. And obviously folks. In Massachusetts. I, I'm not sure what to make of. More Healy is the new governor. I like uh, Jeff Deal a lot. It It just didn't seem to be. I don't know. It just never seemed to be a race. Right. I mean that. It just was never close. Um, uh, th- this this whole business of uh, some people just ignoring... <laughs> I mean, listen, I voted for President Trump twice. I- I've been to the White House and spoken to him at the White House. But you you can't... Thank God Sununu won in New Hampshire. You, you can't ignore that he's very polarizing and, and very divisive. Now the Georgia situation is is still too too close to call, but you know, that let's just look stay in Massachusetts for a moment. I mean that, that was not it wasn't a close race. I mean it just wasn't. So I'm not sure I, I know Jeff Deal and all these people cheering him on. I mean, she got 63% of the vote. Jeff Deal, 35%. That's that's a bigger blowout than Ashley Kalis Dan McKee. Um, I, I, I think that some of the people, and I get it, you know, Jeff Deal and all the people were all pumped and President Trump is doing the, the um, tele rally and everything else, and everyone's excited. But and all the people that hate Fauci are cheering them on. Like, what is the point here? This is what some people like. It is the point to win the election, or or just you just make some noise and get blown out in the election? Um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that the whole goal should be to win. But what is distressing folks on this Wednesday? All of that, the Republican Party in Rhode Island, this system is not working. This is this is definition of insanity. I mean, they got they got beat by mail ballots and early voting. And it started with COVID, and the mail ballots and early voting, it just continued. There are some people that are Republicans in Rhode Island and they're just content to be in their own little fiefdoms. I, I'm gonna repeat what I said earlier. There should have been no more noise at the State House when when they were trying to push through all this stuff. And I knew it was going to be problematic. There's several different parts. If you're wondering what's wrong with the people of Rhode Island, again, I'm gonna argue nothing. It's it's the Democrat Party is manipulating the vote. It's not even the progressives of the Democrat Party, because Jennifer Rourke, the big progressive in Warwick she got knocked out because of these this group that went in to take her out uh, and they were successful to take her out so and again it comes down to this these mail ballots and early voting now if ken block is right that there were people they're both they're early voting and doing mail ballots so they're voting twice it would explain the numbers something needs to change Because it's not fair. Aaron Goukian ran for lieutenant governor. He waged a great race. And on election day, people turned out and they voted for him. But he lost to Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. Why? Early voting mail ballots. Alan Fung ran a great race. On election day, the people went to the polls and they delivered for him. On election day, he won by 7,000 votes, except Seth Magaziner won on mail ballots and early voting so magazine it goes to Congress these are not elections scavenger hunt it's games people are manipulating taking advantage of the system obviously Governor McKee knows how they do it he doesn't try to end it he just takes advantage of it and he games the system so our quote leaders are not leading they're just making sure that they win and their allies win Folks, it's the day after. A lot more ahead right here on The John DiPietro Show. This is the perfect time of year to have some paving done for your home. Residential, commercial, seal coating, and patios. Make it letter J, J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Call them today for a free estimate, 401 732 1730 the next couple of months get your driveway prepared for winter time call j perry paving today for a free quote 401 732 1730 licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients needs no matter how big or how small whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed call j perry paving today affordable smooth safe to drive on aesthetically appealing remember even asphalt can be recycled reused call them for a free quote letter j j perry paving look for them on facebook and call 401 732 1730 remember no one's better to veterans than j perry paving call them today 401 732 1730 high quality fair pricing exceptional service free estimate j perry paving 401-732-1730 folks you are listening to the john DePetro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's a.m 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website dipetro.com joining us right now on this post-election wednesday (laughs) is dan we got one of the Boston globe and dan you tell me the the results they they were not what i thought they were going to be but i think collectively and I really want to hear your thoughts I I think the whole nation is really thrown at just how everything came down but we'll focus on and I know the globe has uh, full results in there was there was certainly no red wave in Rhode Island that's a, that's uh, that's the understatement of, of the of the year
1: yeah a surprisingly early night for all of us yeah uh, uh, last night we knew we knew the governor's race. Uh, generally, by I would say like eight thirty, eight forty-five, and uh, you had to hold on a little bit longer for for the Seth Magaziner victory, but it wasn't that late. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm sure you're. We'll, we'll. I'm sure we'll dive into this deeply. I think what you saw in this election was you cannot under you know understate the importance of uh, of the mail ballots and the early voting in this election. You know uh, the yeah, no, I think there's a. This is the new ground game, right? This is the new thing for. Uh, it used to be a mail ballots, especially used to be right the thing that 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 typically Democrats, not just Democrats, but typically Democrats in Rhode Island would hire kind of some shadowy figure, right? You know, and and you'd go out and you'd win your you know win a couple extra hundred votes, a couple of thousand votes maybe. In this case, this is what you know, rather than, you know, making sure on election day that you get, you know, the old lady who needs a ride to the polls, the the system now, you know, is in a way where everything can be done ahead of time. And it's, it's one of the reasons you, you know, when you would talk to, especially the last couple of days, you talked to the or campaign, one of the reasons they were optimistic, I'll admit, I thought it was just they were, you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of hyping up something that wasn't going to happen. But, one of the reasons they were optimistic was they knew Warwick numbers were really good. They felt very good about that, um, and then in the end, right because because of that early vote, they end up doing really well, even in Cranston, in in Alan Fung's backyard. And uh, I, th- that success there can't be understated, especially since you know if you think about it, in a in a race like in in, in the city of Providence, where there wasn't any major races. Think about all of the low information voters who just, you know, got tapped early to vote yep. and and just ran up the score. I have in, in, in Roadmap this morning, you know, if you think about this, John, in, in Don Kachiri's two gubernatorial elections uh, in Providence, he lost the first time by about 12,000. 000- won the race pretty comfortably. The next time he loses by about 14 or 15,000. Dan McKee beat Ashley Kills by 21,000 votes wow. in Providence. Wow. Uh, you know, Sabina Matos, who had a rough night elsewhere, wins by 20,000 votes. James also wins by almost 20,000 votes. And so the, the the ability to run up the score with mail ballots all over, but especially in the cities, uh, it, is something that, it, it's the story of the election.
0: It truly is. And Dan McGowan, you know, we go back to that night, you know, 2016, when Nick Mattiello walks into the Grange and announces, oh, no, no, I won, I won mail ballots. Now, it wasn't the number he said, which was 500. I think he won by like some 70, 75. Right. right. But what does this tell us? Helena folks, one day of voting, but lost in the mail ballots to Governor McKee. Uh, Alan Fung, one day of voting, I believe, but lost yeah, fairly the mail ballots. Right, to Seth Magaziner. What does it? I mean, am I wrong? And a lot of people, and I, I just have this nefarious feel of like, how do we explain why some people? I, I think in East Greenwich, seventy-five percent of the of the mail ballots, you know, that were cast, seventy-five percent of the mail ballots cast were Democrat. But why is it that all these? Majority Seventy five percent is that's that's massive, massive. But w- why is it that 75 percent of the mail ballots cast are all going Democrat?
1: Well, a couple of things. I think the one thing that we can't overlook is I do think there there's a trend set in the 2020 nationally or a tone set in the 2020 election nationally, you know, quite frankly, by President Trump from the top, that there's something there is something nefarious about about um, you know early voting in general, I that can't help certainly the, the Republicans, but I, I I think this comes down to the thing that we always talk about in Rhode Island elections is you know the advantage of having that particularly union you know public yes. employee union support because again now. You know the, the the funny thing is, you talk to campaign operatives, you know, who have done this for a really long time, and they'll always tell you that, you know, uh, you know, you send out ten volunteers to doors on, you know, on Cathedral Avenue, let's say in Providence, and they all come back and they tell you everybody loves whoever the candidate they're working for, right? Nobody ever says, oh, this has gone really poorly. So. The the, the challenge, the the thing is, is it's always kind of flying blind to some degree, but now because you can track early vote, you can say, hey, we know a mail ballot was sent to you. Did you fill it out yet? And you could literally knock on the door every single day to make sure that person has done it or has, you know, who or has voted in person early. There's just the, the, the science is much better for, for, um, You know, I think for the Democrats, and they just have more bodies to do this now. I think, look, you're not gonna you're not gonna see this changed uh, in terms of the laws because the Democrats won, right? The Democrats are in power and they benefited. I do think that Republicans will learn from this to some degree. I think they'll narrow gaps over time, but you know, it's a painful lesson, uh, particularly for Alan Fung, I think, who. You know, who knew that, Alan's you know, not dumb, Alan knows elections. He knew that this was going to be a factor. I just don't think he thought he was going to get swamped the way he
0: did. Folks, let's speak with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. Dan, let's go through the list. What, what does this election mean for Governor Dan McKay?
1: Well, I think it's a sweeping mandate for him. You know, for, for somebody who, who you know, <laughs> they say you're supposed to run scared in elections. That's like, you know, all good candidates do. I mean, <laughs> I think you and I would both agree boy, Dan McKee seemed to be very scared in the last couple of weeks, just the yeah. way he ran his campaign. Um, but it's a, it's a dominant victory. Uh, it does help to have all that union support. And now the question is, you know, he talked a big game in his speech last night, he talked about, you know, we're going to really do a lot on education, all these other things. Now a big question becomes, you know, does he, is he willing to do that and is he willing to at times fight with the unions or is he going to be kind of enamored with all the support that he currently has, uh, you know, per, with those groups and actually move forward? But but I, I think this is a sweeping victory for him. You can't deny it. Right. To win by nineteen twenty 20 points, um, you know, nobody thought it was going to be that much of a blowout. And uh, and so including him, including his team. And so, uh, you know, you, you got to give him credit for for really running up the score on Ashley Kalis
0: you know there was no Joe trillo but he actually got more votes than Gino ramondo who yes who got 199 at uh, 203 Dan McGowan, i was at twin oaks last night uh with the what it was supposed to be the Vung Fung celebration i i don't think i felt that way uh, i think the last time i felt that way was when bill buckner the ball went went through his legs and gave wow. six against the nets it was it was that type of of kick to the the gut what 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 does this mean for what, do you th- what does it mean for Seth Magazine, or what does it mean for Alan Fong?
1: Yeah, I mean, first take Alan Fong. I, I do think this is, a you know, um, this is the hard part for, for him. You know, you've now run three times in major races. You've lost all the time. You're, you know, you're starting to potentially get a little bit of those Mirth York vibes, uh, you know, on the Democratic side. I hate to say that because I think Alan's a good guy, and I think he was a good candidate in this race. I mean, the one thing that if there's silver lining to be had in that race— you know, this is a race. That, this is a, a district that Joe Biden won by you know, 13 points two years ago. Alan Fung cuts it to, you know, three to four points. That's an impressive, you know, by almost any measure, that's an impressive performance uh, by the Republicans. It's just not enough to get over the top. But I don't know that you're going to see him in the very near future. I think the question becomes, when does uh, Barbara Ann Fenton Fung decide? She wants yeah. to run for something else, you know, for South magazine or look. It, it, despite the fact that it's not going to be the the you know the red wave nationally that that we all saw, it uh, it of still, still looks like you're going to see the House, um you know go to the Republicans in some narrow way. So you know the we we now get the chance to see what the complaint was about from the Republicans here, which is. You're going to elect a Democrat to the minority party. You know, Seth Magaziner is not going to go down there and have significant influence. David Cicilline, a significantly better politician than uh, than Seth Magaziner. You know, it took him two, three election cycles before he was, you know, actually a factor down there. And so it's going to be a little while, but I, I mean, you're going to get pretty standard Democratic policy down there, maybe a little, you know, to the left of um of James of Jim Langerman, but you know I don't think you're going to see him going down there to make any waves.
0: Folks, quick break, much more ahead. Dan McGowan, post election Boston Globe, right here on the John Bicchero show. The next time you have an emergency, head straight to Atmed Urgent Care. Two locations: fifteen twenty four Atwood Avenue, Suite one twenty two in Johnston, or East Greenwich fifty seven fifty Post Road. Atmed Urgent Care urgent health care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals families specializing in ambulatory medicine diagnostic treatment service at med urgent care they provide immunization school sports physicals They are cost-efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies they're open seven days a week walk-in routine urgent care minor surgical orthopedic and trauma work-related injuries, physical exams, drug testing, full laboratory services, and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from COVID, you want to go straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road, online at Care. Dot net we're speaking with dan mcgowan of the boston globe and there's full coverage uh lecture results maura healy new governor of massachusetts sheriff tom hodgson went down in defeat dan mcgowan what do you make of the fact that uh, guy default who certainly has been around knows his way around the ballot box uh they decided that they were not keen on jennifer rourke of the co-op and they put money in and they sent some very strong mailers to her district and wouldn't you know, Anthony DeLuca, Republican, defeated Jennifer Rock and Warwick last night.
1: Yeah, a couple big wins for Republicans uh, that deserve some level of attention, I think. Um, uh, both uh, there, Anthony DeLuca wins there. Brian Rea wins uh, against uh, Rep Hawkins, I think is District 53 in Smithfield uh, last night. So Republicans, not all bad news for the Republicans. I think this is an interesting one in that Senate race because, you know, this shows you that the, you know, that sort of, I I would put Guy Dufault in the kind of old school, you know, very labor union friendly Democratic class, not the same as, you know, hardcore progressive. In fact, almost the exact opposite in many ways. And they wanted to make a statement. They were gunning for this one. Um, you know, ever since that primary, they, they knew they had a bad candidate in the primary that they didn't vet very well. Um, that was the, the, you know, the firefighter there. And right. they, they thought they had a better candidate here. You know, Jennifer Rourke, I, I think the co-op, you know, the other you know, story that I think will be revisited a lot over the next couple of weeks is those, you know, the progressive co-op candidates uh, that were supposed to wipe out, you know, the, the Senate and House leadership and win the governor's office and win everything. Yeah. They got crushed in this election, wow. both in the primary and the general election. And I think Jennifer Rourke didn't campaign in the general. She she acted like she had won something. Yes. Um. And she didn't. And and now, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit of egg on on the face because you've got you've now given that district to a Republican.
0: That's also a close race with Marie Hopkins. Really, a crazy yeah, race. Yeah, very good. race. Good candidate. I think it's going to go to the mail ballots. I think she, I saw she's down twelve votes to that Camilla. Bella Wilkinson. Uh, Dan McGowan, it, it, what are we to make of, of this? Of it, it, it almost seems, you know, when the, when the day of voting was coming out, uh, Aaron Goukian was, was neck and neck with Sylvina Matos, then blown out by the mail ballots. The the treasurer's race was, was close. It, it's starting to feel a little bit of, you know, one team's playing checkers, the other's chess when it comes to Democrat Party, Republican. You, you're right when you say... Boy, the day of voting is it's kind of like this false expectation that things are going well. And then, boom, reality comes crashing now with the mail ballots.
1: Yeah. And it becomes that it's that organizational factor. Right. So the when you don't have I mean if you're Aaron Gukian, right. Good candidate, as you, you accurately pointed out, probably turns out to be the best Republican candidate they had yes. this year. Yeah. But the challenge for him is. You're running for lieutenant governor you know th- he had he was running that campaign all by himself basically yeah. right yep and so what that means is you don't get great organization uh you know wh- whereas the, where the democrats have you know all the, the the labor unions they've got all you know big money they had had divine one of the best ad writers in the country <laughs> advising them on their you know, kind of, on their national coordinated camp or their statewide coordinated campaign. I mean, th- this was like an overwhelming, uh, you know, organizational victory for the Democrats. And so, you you feel for some of these Republicans who ran good races, Lathrop ran a good race, but you know, you, you just benefit so deeply if you're if you're part of that Democratic machine. I and mean, this was a this was a win for the machine. Make no mistake about it.
0: And Dave McGowan, you've seen more accurate numbers. Is it safe to say the mail ballots out of Providence is what just blew several of the races out of the water?
1: Oh yeah, I mean you you look at these numbers, the you know again I, I said this before, but the when, when you when you win by twenty thousand votes overall, and then you know a big number of those are mail ballots, uh, you just can't. It's so hard to overcome. Uh, for a Republican. And, you know, I go back again, I've been paying a lot of close attention reading back on some of those Kachiri victories because he's the last yep. statewide office holder to win. I mean, you know, he was winning Barrington and East Greenwich, yes. you know, the Kingstowns pretty well. And now you're in a situation where all those places have gone pretty hard blue. And then you have the dominance of what happens in Providence and the other cities, but Providence especially because it's the biggest turnout place. Uh, it's just so hard to overcome that. Um, and, it's, and, and I think, you know, it probably either gets worse or stays the same before it gets better for Republicans because, you know, I keep saying low-information voters are often, are, you know, by mail. Um, and so people who might not actually vote traditionally are actually are now gonna vote because it's easy and because people are bugging you to do it. Uh, and that just helps you run up the score if you're
0: a Democrat. Dan McGowan also let's just talk about the McKee team. I mean his team, boy, all the criticism of that guy, I I I actually am shocked he got almost sixty percent of, of, of the vote. He got more uh, of the vote in the grant and Trillo was involved in twenty eighteen than than Gina Raimondo get, but say what you won, and you wrote it, you know, the guy knows how to win elections. The The team of McKee, Matos, Diosa, and then he works it with, you know, Mayor Gravian of Pawtucket, and Bob DeSilva, one of these Providence, and his coalition that he puts together, Dan McKee knows how to win. And the
1: big question now is, and I think it's a very legitimate question, is can you pivot away from sort of the, you know, the politics here and sort of always looking over your shoulder. I mean, look, Dan McKee had 20 months of of being the governor for office with other people running against him from the minute he got there. So he, it, it, you know, in fairness to him, he always had to worry that someone was going to stab him in the back. It was, you know, it was, it was Seth Magaziner and then it was Helena folks and Konelli. And then, you know, even even in, like the inside baseball stuff, you know, was Joe Policino going to desert him? You know, he had a lot of this thing, and he worked up in his head. You and I covered it a lot and talked about it a lot. You know, he, he, he convinced himself that every, virtually everybody in the media was against him. The now becomes you've won overwhelmingly convincing mandate. Can you pivot away to actually govern? Can you start to come up with a plan that actually, you know, is the – you know, is your true vision for Rhode Island, or you know, are you going to be somebody who is set and thinks I won this all by myself? And you know, are you going to continue to kind of have fights with the press and you know, not care deeply about uh, you know, uh, lots of different issues? Uh, you know, Providence in particular. Uh, you know, he obviously had no friendship with Mayor Lors and things like that. So I, I think that's the, the the big question now: Can he pivot away from? you know, from politics to actually governing.
0: I don't think he can. <laughs> what was your, before I let you go, what was your reaction to that incredible, I, I will never forget it, that moment though, but that podcast with your colleague and Fitz, and Fitzpatrick.
1: Well, I, I love you. I think you were saying it was the interview of the election cycle. And, it was. And it, it, was uh, it was stunning. It was stunning since I knew it had happened you Know a week in advance because we were waiting to run it. We were, and by the way, the podcast comes out every week, it was just a matter of timing, it wasn't like we were trying to hold it right. on him or anything. No, I understand. But so I had known that it was coming, and I heard it in an, an initial cut, and I said, Oh my god, he sounds unhinged. And then I wondered, you know, it was a weird week, remember? You know, early in the week, last week, you had all the Ashley Kalis story, yes. so I wondered, Would all this hit? And my goodness. Uh, Dan McKee was 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 not happy with Ed's questioning. Doesn't seem to like me very much. Uh, you know, Channel, I, 12. I, I, you went channel Twelve. Channel Twelve. Everybody, everybody. I, it's a it's a stunning. Uh, it was a stunning display from a guy who, again, you know, the podcast airs on Thursday. Everybody's buzzing about it. Four days later, he wins by twenty points. Like you would <laughs> think, based on the way he treated Ed and the way he, you know, handled his last couple of weeks that this was a two point race. And, and in fact, it wasn't. So it then, it then begs that question of was there any need to, you know, <laughs> always, always, you know, think everybody was out to get you.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was a pretty good look behind the curtain of uh, the curtain came down. And we got a pretty good indication of how he feels uh, about it. I think this is going to be very interesting. I, just, I Dan, Dan McGowan, uh, what, what can you tell us about Roadmap and the final results? Yes.
1: Yeah, so we don't know officially uh, yet who won. The person that's going to win, it looks like uh, 87 out of 93, I think is going to be the winner. Uh, but I'll, I'll have more of an update next week to be sure. And, uh, I think you're going to – I'll tease you and tell you that. I think you're going to pull your hair out when you see the names of winners. <laughs>
0: oh, boy. Uh, Dan McGowan, folks, you hear us mention uh, Roadmap. And I get it. I look forward to it each day. I even sent him a message like, hey, I didn't get my Roadmap yet. <laughs> uh, almost like I'm standing out on the front front stoop looking for the paper. How can people get Roadmap? Folks, it's the links to everything that happened last night. I, I think the DeSantis win in Florida. And a lot Big of the Trump loses, I think that has huge impact on what's going to happen in, in going forward. Because, um, And I also am anxious to see, do people in Rhode Island, is this a wake up call or is this throw in the towel? So it's too early to know any of that. But how can people start receiving Roadmap Dan McGowan?
1: Yeah, very simple. Send me a blank email. You don't have to write anything else in the email, nothing in the subject line. Uh, just a blank email to rinews at globe.com. rinews at globe.com. like uh, like john said you get you know new information from me sometimes it's reporting sometimes it's analysis you get all the links to all the stories my colleagues are working on. Uh, in Rhode Island, and then, of course, you know, all the great coverage of sports and national politics, everything that's happening at the Globe. So rinews at globe.com. We'll sign you up. You'll start getting it first thing tomorrow morning.
0: One more just quick note. Kevin McCarthy is the the new speaker, and what I'm going to be looking to see is Dan Dan McKee has experienced this. It's like being Santa Claus. All this money rolling in. uh, It would have been Gina Raimondo money, but he inherited it. I want to see the Republicans are talking about they're going to start to cut off this federal COVID money that he's been living in fantasy land. That's coming to an end. I'm anxious to see how can he govern when most governors, Gina Raimondo, her six years as governor would always cuts. We're going to roll up the sleeves, get out the pencil, you know, sharpen the pencil. It's an entirely different style when you are talking about less money, Dan McGowan, than more money. Yes. Two
1: things I'm paying attention to for, you know, a couple of out years from now. Won't be, won't be this coming year. The f- the first year of the new Dan McKee administration, the first year of the Brett Smiley administration in Providence, things are going to be rosy I- about themselves year two, year three, when the money has dried up and we're back to the same old conversation about yeah. can you pay for some of these things going to be really tough. I think it's going to be even harder for, uh, for the state than Providence in some ways, because you're exactly right. All that federal money drying up um, and not a lot of ways to pay for all the shiny things you promised.
0: Yeah, my guess would be the 87s, are uh, Walsh, Crowley, and Guy default. That would be my guess. Folks, he's Dan McGowan of the Washington Globe. And Dan, thank you. Incredible award-winning coverage from the Globe during this political season. You, your colleagues, really first rate. Uh, the Globe dominated the final week of the campaign. And between breaking the story on the Kalis text and then the Ed Fitzpatrick podcast, uh, the, the the scoops and the dominant coverage of this election cycle, the newspaper it belonged to was that of, of the Boston Globe. So congratulations on a great election season. Very kind yeah.
1: of you, John. Thank you so much. Always fun to be with you. And we'll talk next week.
0: Thank you, Dan McCowan. See ya. Remain healthy. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden road in cumberland you can also look for on facebook but call our 401 305 3585 you know the building it's that historic white church diagonally across from davenport restaurant it's my health what do you find inside well first of all great service great selection vitamins herbal remedies from trusted companies local products like ice honey maple syrup beef fresh gum over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, plus hemp and CBD products, natural skincare. It's my health. Pop in and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. There's things for your pets, there's things for your children, there's things for your health. Stay healthy at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Again, call Marie, 401 305 3585. Diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Well, folks, you are listening to The John DiPietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It is Wednesday. It is the day after. It is Wednesday, November 9th. Folks, I'm not going to uh, hide my disappointment. That was uh, That was difficult. It was difficult being last night I was at Twin Oaks in Cranston what I thought was going to be, for a period of time, the Fung celebration. That's where his campaign was. And it did not pan out that way. But here's the thing. Um, Then there's a lot to take away. And we can't get involved with some of the the slate of the different individuals and some of the different states and so forth. You have to look at the, the Rhode Island numbers and what the Rhode Island numbers tell us. And I know today, and I'm seeing on social media, and it started last night, a lot of people are blaming the voters. I'm not going to fall into that. I'm telling you right now, there's something wrong with the system. This is; These are not elections. These are scavenger hunt games that are manipulated and played under the guise of an election. These are not elections. And we saw that on the primary. And that has to be brought out. And I want to go back to back in the spring, when they were putting into law and in, in approving a lot of these uh, new election laws that we have, there were many people at the State House that were silent, and I'll call out and name names. State Senator Jessica De la Cruz did not do enough to argue about these election laws. the The House of Representatives. The Republicans at the State House did not do enough. That was the time. We can't continue down this path. To continue down this path is is the definition of insanity. And after 2020, I know some people in the Republican Party were saying, well, we're gonna ballot harvest. You don't understand, they're gaming the system. These are not elections. It's not the intent it's supposed to be. And, And people are running traditional elections. Where we're really running into problems is the people in power are not fixing the problem. They're just taking advantage of it, and they're manipulating it. They know what it is, and they're good at manipulating the system. They're gaming the system. That is not democracy. I don't want to hear anything more about Republicans and Trump and election deniers and all this stuff about democracy. They're the ones that are hurting democracy. Now, I want to remind people, on primary day, Helena folks won at the polls on primary day. She beat Dan McKee. Period, end of story. Oh, but wait a minute. McKee beats her with these mail ballots. Folks, we have to get rid of... I, these are not elections. They're games of people manipulating the system. It was never designed for this. So, I also want you to understand just you got to go inside the numbers but it's not fair for people to start you know i blame the people what's wrong with these people so much of it was true what was happening and i'm going to provide you some examples for instance at the polls republican lieutenant governor candidate aaron Gukian, he won People turned out he beat Sabina Matos at the polls yesterday. Final numbers, polling place, Aaron Gukian, 117,502. Lieutenant Governor, Sabina Matos, 117,160. He beat her by almost 400 votes. Close, beat her. So why isn't he Lieutenant Governor? Matos, mail ballots. Almost 21,000. Aaron mail ballots, almost 7,000. Three to one. Early voting, (coughs) Matos, 40,000. Early voting, Gukian, 26,000. She beat him by manipulating and gaming the system with mail ballots and early voting. And here's the part that I, I want and I implore you to understand. And that is this, the, the, the campaigns are the ones involved with the mail ballots and the early voting. They manipulate, especially with the mail ballots and actually the early voting. So he won day of. I didn't even know there was an independent in the race. Whoever this independent person was, they actually got 5% of the vote. Maybe that would have helped. Maybe if they didn't have that. Ross McCurdy. Didn't hear anything from him. Don't know anything about him. Never got a press release. I had no idea. And think I'm in the 1% that pays attention to this stuff. I had no idea there was an independent candidate for lieutenant governor. Could certainly say if Aaron had picked up those, it's like fifty-one forty-nine. But voters went and voted. so everyone starts blaming everyone. It was real. His momentum in campaign was real. Now, CD2, Seth Magaziner, Alan Fung. On election day, Alan Fung, 73,000 votes. Yesterday, Seth Magaziner, 64,000 votes. Fung beat Magaziner, 9,000 votes, day of election. But hold on, Magaziner, mail ballots, 12,000. Fung mail ballots four thousand. You see a pattern here three to one. Early voting Magaziner twenty two thousand. Early voting Fung fifteen thousand. Folks, do you see that's suddenly the difference? There was an there was a uh, a third party there, but he he didn't he got two point seven percent of the vote. Maybe throw that to Fung, and it's fifty to forty eight somewhere in there. Folks, we have to do. So all of those mail ballots and early voting, they're gaming the system. They're designing the system and they're gaming the system. These are not elections. Now, Ashley Kalis. Ashley Kalis had a lot of momentum, people voting for her. Let's look at the numbers. Day of election. Dan McKee, 135,000 votes. Ashley Kalis day of election, 107,000 votes. You know, that that obviously McKee, but but that's that's not that much of a difference, right? That is, you know, you're talking a difference of almost close to twenty five thousand votes. Now again, that that is a sizable amount. I'm not trying to pretend it's not. And and the independent candidates in that race got nothing. I mean, the, the highest one was the kid from URI got 1.3 votes. The rest of them got 0.9, 0.81. So they only amounted for 5% of the vote. All right, you want to t- toss it to her. She certainly could have used those five points. But then you come down to Dan McKee. Mail ballots, 23,000. Ashley Kalis mail ballots, 6,000. I want to repeat that. Dan McKee, 23,000 mail ballots. You have to ask yourself a question. Why did all these people that are Democrats that want to vote for Dan McKee, why did they want to vote by mail? Early voting, Dan McKee, 45,000. Early voting, Ashley Kalis, 23,000. Two to one. Almost double with the early voting. More than three to one with the mail ballots. Dan McKee, 57.8%. 578 Ashley Kalis, 39%. Folks, these are... And Dan McKee got more votes than Gina Raimondo, which is what he was gunning for. Uh, but granted, she had Trillo in the race in 2018. Folks, this... Uh, people are going to have to decide. Now, again, I get people are upset. But what I'm telling you right now, look at the numbers. And I don't think you're going to have a lot of people in the media. I don't think... So far, I'm not hearing anyone really break that out we have to decide you know are is are these just contests the unions the special interests they game the system they flush by any means necessary early voting mail ballots the mail ballots that's that's not there's no way to prove there's too many you know i don't want to be a barking dog i i i warned people about about providence I warned people about Providence, and then it it happened. When you look at Providence, in Providence alone, Dan McKee, 20,000 votes. Day of voting, polling place, Providence. Ashley Kalis, 4,500 votes. All right, so she got swamped in Providence, 20,000 to 4,500. Then you go to mail ballots in Providence. Ready? Dan McKee, 2,800 Ashley Kalis, 400. Early voting, Dan McKee, almost 2,900. Ashley Kalis, 293. He beat her in Providence, 80 to 16. 80 to 16. I know there's going to be a lot of people complaining about voters. And Rhode Island voters. I'm telling you, people are responding. It's not your imagination. The vote... The race was closer than people thought. Same thing, CD2, Fung did win the race. He won on election day. People going to the polls, casting their votes. Much like Helena folks beat Dan McKee on election day. So what happened? They are gaming the system, the campaigns, the special interest. I'm not going to pretend I know exactly how they're doing it, but they're doing it. And there are many people... Ken Block has found there's some people that they do early voting and mail ballot voting and there's no safeguard of people doing mail ballot voting and early voting and they're doing it and they're doing it successfully and they're not getting caught and now because we have our winners there won't even be an investigation all right it's the day after Um, we're gonna talk about some of the national results I, I will tell you I think Ron DeSantis is in a very good position <laughs> To be the candidate, Republican candidate for 2024. We're going to talk about that and a lot more. Talk to Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe folks. It's John DePietro. on the day after. It, it's not the sweep that people are saying it is. The voters wishes are not being upheld. These are not elections. They are people gaming the system with no safeguards. And there's proof that people are doing mail ballots and early voting they're voting twice they are and they're getting away with it all right a lot more ahead on this wednesday it's getting cold already this winter keep your family your employees warm with matthews oil company call them today 401-942-7500 matthews oil company 24-hour emergency service for over four generations they make it easy to keep your home comfortable and safe trusted oil delivery call matthews oil company today 401-942-7500 you can find them online matthewsoil.com matthews oil premier dealer of rhode island delivering the highest quality heating fuels at matthews oil They take pride providing reliable, affordable service for you and your family, celebrating 90 years of service. Call them now. It's going to be a cold winter. Get that tank filled. Call Matthews Oil Company today. 401-942-7500. In an emergency, they offer 24-hour emergency service. Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500. The KUI set in.